Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to the Excel in Retirement show. My goal with this show is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that could help you excel in retirement. This is show number 63, and I appreciate you listening. My name is David Treese. Over the weekend, we went to a family birthday party for people that Amelia, our three-year-old daughter, has never met. A couple of the people had brought their dogs, and the folks had a cat at their house. Amelia was in her element. She loves animals, and she loves meeting new people. Now, Mallory and I have asked ourselves how in the world we have produced an extroverted daughter, because we both tend to be introverted. But Amelia has never met a stranger. She walked around uh, like the people at the party were her long-lost friends. It was a sight. I've always felt like extroverts have an upper hand in life, since they normally have the ability to plug into any situation and feel pretty comfortable. I had a friend when I was about eight years old or so, and my friend had a pool. His house was the place to be because he had this huge swimming pool. It was a big pool, I'm telling you, with a slide and a diving board and a deep end that felt like it was 20 feet deep. I'm sure it was probably only eight feet deep, but it sure felt like it was way deeper. It was a summertime paradise for a kid, though. This house had a finished walkout basement, and you could walk right uh, in the basement from the pool deck and my friend's room was downstairs in the basement. One evening, we were supposed to get, be getting ready for dinner, and I was ready before my friend, so I walked out to the pool deck, and I guess I was splashing the water in my hand or something, and I fell headfirst into this pool. I was soaking wet. I scurried out of the pool like an embarrassed, wet cat. I remember it like it was yesterday. I changed clothes so quickly, and I was hoping nobody would realize I'd fallen in. Looking back on that, I bet I would have been, if I would have been a little bit more extroverted, I could have just laughed about it and played it off. But oh well, that's just uh, one of those things, I guess. Last week, the stock market continued its wild streak and continued setting records. Uh, while Investing.com ran a headline that said consumer sentiment in the U.S. plunges to the lowest level since 2011. The data was based on a Bloomberg survey. So that was quite a contrast. Consumer sentiment plunges to the lowest level since 2011, and the stock market just continues hitting records. Now from the article, I'll quote, Consumers have correctly reasoned that the economy's performance will be diminished over the next several months, but the extraordinary surge in negative economic assessments also reflects an emotional response, mainly from the dashed hopes that the pandemic would soon end. Richard Curtin said that. He's the director of the survey, and that's what he put in his report. 
Surely, though, institutional inv investors are the ones driving the market up at this point. They're just trying to squeeze the last drop of gains out of the market. Institutional investors are companies like hedge funds and mutual funds and endowments. The government has only talked about tapering its bond buying program that's providing liquidity to the markets. It's been in the Wall Street Journal recently this week about their talks of maybe ending it or tapering it more uh, it, towards the end of the year. But it's almost like a trial balloon that they just float to see how the markets respond to those things, I think. The government, in an attempt to keep interest rates ultra low, has been buying $120 billion worth of bonds per month. Now, this increases the money supply and the money trickles back into the stock market. When the government does this, the market goes up. That's what we've historically seen. That's what's helped lead to this bull run from 07 to last year when we had that dip for coronavirus. While portfolio values go up, the purchasing power of those funds goes down because the government is creating money out of thin air to make this possible. So when there's more of anything, what we have is worth less. For our folks who are entering retirement or are in retirement, the strategy shouldn't be trying to keep up with the stock market. That's a recipe for disaster. It's about earning productive returns that can be repeated. When the government ends its bond buying program or an unexpected event happens and drives the market down, you very well may lose ground. While the 2000 to 2010 period was not typical, some economists call that the lost decade, some people were never able to recover their losses in that 2000 to 2010 decade. They were never able to recover their losses if they had taken too much risk in their portfolio or they didn't have the benefit of time to recover their losses before they started drawing their money down to use it in retirement. I'm reading an interesting book right now called The Psychology of Money. And the author states, but good investing isn't necessarily about earning the highest returns because the highest returns tend to be one-off hits that can't be repeated. It's about pretty good returns that can stick, that you can stick with and which can be repeated for the longest period. That's when compounding runs wild. When we're able to earn consistent returns, we're better off than swinging for the fence to hit a home run. In retirement, many times your income will be your outcome. If your portfolio is down, your income may be diminished. The author of the book also said compounding doesn't rely on earning big returns. Merely good returns sustained uninterrupted for the longest period of time, especially in times of chaos and havoc, will always win. Uninterrupted returns, he's saying. And boy, do we have the potential for chaos and havoc right now. The Delta variant of COVID-19, the vaccine debates and whether we need a booster shot for the vaccine or not, a new Middle East debacle in Afghanistan, and many others. If we do this uh, bond buying tapering, that's another one we could put on the list. Any one of these things can throw our apple cart off if we don't have a well thought out financial plan to deal with it. Now, we want to be able to help you in all circumstances, and that's the benefit of having an all-weather plan. We hope for the best, but we plan for the worst in that kind of scenario. When you're only planning for the best, sometimes that can really lead to heartbreak. 
We have the tools to be able to help you avoid common pitfalls people face in retirement. You don't have to get caught flat-footed in the next stock market correction. We want to help you be successful. That's our goal and our mission and why we exist. Please call us if you have any questions or would like to discuss this further. We can be reached at 864-641-7955. Again, I appreciate you listening, and we will be back next week for another episode. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.